Welcome to Zoni Living. Today we're talking about holistic healing. Our guest is like no one I've ever met before. Katie Beecher is a licensed professional counselor and medical and emotional intuitive with more than 30 years experience as a healer. She's also a professional watercolor artist, and this is important because the way she works with clients is truly unique. She creates a four-page detailed physical, emotional, and spiritual report and a painting. Now, this painting symbolizes in color and form the health of the client, and clients report the paintings are spot on. We're going to take a look at some of these as Katie diagnoses the issues, but what's truly mind-blowing is that she does this without meeting or even seeing a picture of the person. All she has to go on is their name and their age. Katie Beecher has a fascinating book out as well. It's called Heal From Within. It's a guidebook to intuitive wellness. She's joining us now from Jacksonville, Florida. Hi, Katie. Hi, how are you? Hey, I'm doing really great. So good to have you here. You are a big believer in finding the root cause of what is making us sick, not only the physical issues, and now I'm going to quote from your book, but everything in our past and present that may be contributing to being unwell, whether that be physically, emotionally, and or spiritually. Tell us about that. Yeah, um, a lot of the time when you're having an issue, you know, whether it's physical or emotional, um, the tendency is to just look at one aspect of it. So it may be, um, you know, physical symptoms and looking at just the physical cause or emotionally, like whether it's a relationship thing or whether it's neurological. And what I've learned from my own experience, as well as working with clients, is that there are so many different factors that impact um, our lives and our happiness and wellness. And they can go back to, you know, childhood stuff, um, which is common, but it's also things like, you know, your relationships now and nutrition and um, whether you're happy in your career or not, um, you know, spiritually things like how are you being treated? Are you expressing yourself, your individuality, you know, or are you kind of being somebody that other people want you to be? Mm. Um, so all of these things, you know, impact how we feel about ourselves. And then that translates into how we treat our bodies and how um, how those symptoms are expressed by our body. Um, sometimes it's symbolic, you know, not only in symptoms that we're used to. Wow. Well, you share in your book, Heal From Within, that when you were a teenager, you struggled with bulimia. That's a common eating disorder, especially among girls and young women. So at age 16, you received a message from a higher power that said you can heal from anything from with connection to intuition, self-love and acceptance. And then the other part of the message was truly profound was that you'd be writing a book to tell others what you learned. And of course, here it is. Uh, and, and you told me you don't think you'd be alive today if it weren't for the work of psychiatrist Carl Jung. Tell us about his teachings and how they impacted you and how you were able to heal. Absolutely. Um, yeah, when I was, you know, 16, in the middle of the whole eating disorder thing, um, I was literally suicidal because my life was so unhappy and I was throwing up three times a day. It oh, was my just oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, it was, you know, not a way to live. And yeah. so one day um, I came home from school and I decided to call our pediatrician. I had never even told anyone that I had an eating disorder, so it had to be divine intervention. 
Um, fortunately, that pediatrician hooked me up with a Jungian psychologist. Carl Jung, for anyone who's not familiar with him, was really, really ahead of his time. He has passed away, but he is why we have all of these mind-body connection things. You know, he was the first one to talk about, um, or one of the first people to talk about how the body expresses emotion and trauma, um, which is, you know, a big deal today. Right. Um, he was very accepting of psychic abilities, intuitive abilities. His whole thing was connect to your intuition, connect to that voice inside of you, and that you had the ability to heal yourself, whether you knew it or not. Um, he helped me to accept these abilities that I use today that I was really afraid of and, and didn't know what to do with. And he also had the attitude that instead of looking at symptoms as something that we're out to get us or that we needed to fight or that we're killing us um, to look at them as friends and to communicate with them and ask them why they're here, what they want us to know, mm -hmm. you know, what they want us to be like, are we being authentic? And it was through all of those things that, you know, I learned to love and accept myself and to see the eating disorder as something that really needed to happen in order for me to change my life, um, you know, release myself from people that were not good for me, um, you know, be my really true self. And I feel just so grateful that you know, that's the kind of therapist that I found. Wow. Well, Katie, you work with chakras. These are energy centers in the body that correspond to specific nerve bundles and internal organs. You use them as a framework, which is really fascinating. And this helps people take inventory of their physical and emotional health. Now, your book teaches a step-by-step -step way to do this. Can you give us a quick lesson on chakras? Absolutely. So, as you said, they're energy centers in the body. Um, they there's a lot to them you can get really into them there's seven main ones and then there's you know a lot more but it's they basically range from being in um the you know the bottom of your spine going up to the top of your head and each one corresponds with not only certain areas of the body and body parts but also emotional and spiritual characteristics so by Having, by using all of the chakras, I can basically make sure to cover the entire person, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And um, I'll just give you like one example. So the sixth chakra is right here on the forehead. Okay. And it has to do with intuition, psychic ability, uh, ability to perceive and make judgments about the world, morality, flexibility, um, mood, and mental illness. But then physically... You know, it has to do with things like, um, you know, headaches, anything to do with the head, eyes, um, hearing and vision issues, like I said, um, sensitivities, um, neurological things, you know, brain, all of that kind of stuff, sinuses, uh, nose. So that's wow. just one example of how really intricate um, each one of them is. That's fascinating. Uh, well, it's important to be familiar with the idea of chakras to understand your paintings. So yes. let's take a look at, at one of your paintings right now. And would you talk us through what this means? Absolutely. Um, and this is a fairly simple one. They can be really, really involved, but um, all of them are different. Some of them are figures like this one. Some are animals, some are plants, some are all different kinds of things. So 
they're all different. Um, and the colors are different for each person too. So if I put down red, it doesn't necessarily mean the same one for each person. So, okay. um, um, the guides kind of tell me a color of where to start. And for this person, it was the dotted red lines around his head. In this case, um, red meant anxiety. So this was a fairly, you know, person dealing with anxiety, like a lot of us do. And then the dotted lines, um, my guides were telling me that this person did a lot of overthinking. There was a lot of kind of thoughts in and thoughts out, and they had trouble focusing. Um, is and this, they were is also, this a painting of me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or me right? Over, overthinking. Okay. Right, right. I can relate. Um, and they were also very influenced by what other people did and said. So they kind of had trouble containing their own thoughts since they were very, you know, influenced by the outside. Mm. Um, the large purple circle was a large third eye. So this person is very intuitive wow. and had some psychic abilities. The um, yellow is about being a spiritual teacher, um, having a lot of joy, being intuitive. When I get yellow at the top of the painting, um, that is often signals from the other side. So wow. these were his relatives in spirit, as long as his angels, as well as his angels and guides, who were sending love um, and compassion to him. Oh, how beautiful. Right. Um, and then in his throat, which is the fifth chakra, which has to do with expression. Okay. He, he had kind of had trouble um expressing how he felt to certain people. He was very afraid of hurting their feelings. Mm. He tended to overextend and not be able to say no. And so there's two colors in the throat. Um, one is purple, which is about connecting to spirit and intuition. So the signal there was instead of worrying so much about what you're going to say or how you say it, to really let your intuition guide the way and you wouldn't have to overthink so much. Wow. And the so blue is the whole top of his body. And blue is about being empathic, you know, and sensitive and also liking water. And when I get blue, um, especially so much blue here, it's often people kind of like I said, who were very influenced by others who um, were very empathic and sensitive. So they almost cared too much about mm -hmm. what other people thought um, mm -hmm. and often felt other people's feelings as their own. So there's some confusion. So the blue in the neck also is kind of, you know, in reflecting that, like what I said about not being afraid to hurt other people's feelings and like mm -hmm. taking care of you. And then the colors coming off of there um, are orange. And orange is often about being courageous and adventurous and independent. So what the guides were trying to say is the more you trusted your intuition and expressed your true self, the more courage you would have to be able to continue to do that. Wow. Well, that is incredible. Did, were there any, uh, so were there any conditions that were connected to this painting that this person was uh, necessarily suffering from, from? Yeah, um, so down into kind of the, the hip area-ish okay. there, um, that's the first three chakras. So it's safety, security, 
um, relationships, career, those kind of things. And then it really had to do with like a gut and, um, and spine and hips. So the blue squiggly line there is about him really picking up a lot of his own and other people's emotions in that area. And he was having a lot of gut symptoms. Okay. So it was a way of signaling when you are having these symptoms, pay attention to how you feel because you get these symptoms, you know, before you're even aware that you're having feelings. Um, And it turned out that from a very young child, he had had a lot of gut symptoms and and IBS and and stomach aches and, um, and even some sensitivities. So, but also... Um, the the pink lines coming off of there, that's magenta. And magenta is all about being your authentic self, being creative, not caring so much about what people think. So his stomach issues were annoying him to the point where he really had to make changes and figure out what the um, issues were. And what that was leading to was a spiritual awakening and him discovering his authentic self. Wow. So not being authentic was making him sick uh yes yes not yeah not being able to say no not being able to take care of himself and doing too much for others what a message well one of the most common reasons why people reach out to you you've told me is because they feel like their intuition is blocked and that must really strike a chord with you i know that you write in your book that your calling is to help others connect with their intuition so let's talk about that for a little bit sure so My definition of intuition is kind of the same as Carl Jung, um, which is God within. And I view it as this all-knowing, loving source that we all have access to. So intuition is not woo-woo. We use it all the time. And it's kind of like this perfect best friend, um, a bodyguard that is always protecting you and helping you be safe. And... It's also, it, it knows everything about you and it loves you and accepts you kind of like your pet, you know, your oh, pet doesn't I love care, it. Right. Your pet doesn't care what you weigh, if you have makeup on, you know, if you smell, whatever, <laughs> uh, your pet does not care. Um, and it's a lot of us were born with self-love, but it was unlearned because of people around us who didn't love themselves. And so passed on that fear and anxiety about oh. being your true self. So intuition, while it is also a guide and can give you kind of psychic abilities, it's so much deeper than that. And it's like this friend that you have with you all the time. Um, And if you're connected with it, you're never alone and you always kind of know what you need. Wow. I, I love that. That's beautiful. Well, you're also a big believer in both good and evil. And I absolutely love what you say, quoting your book. Now you say, we have the ability to step into our own power and reject negativity and evil. And and you you, uh, say we can choose to push past the people and energies that would like to suppress our goodness and instead follow our own path to authenticity and faith. And in your book, you list several ways that we can protect our energy and cleanse ourselves of negative emotions and negative people. So would you please tell us a little bit about some of those? Yeah, um, that's a very, very important concept because when I was first getting to know my abilities, you know, talking to dead people, um, it felt very negative. It was really scary. And this might sound a little bit weird, but I really feel like 
Um, so first of all, love is always more powerful than evil and negativity. And I really feel like, you know, the temptation of evil is around all the time. Um, there are forces that don't want us to be loving, don't want us to spread love, and don't want us to be our true selves. Mm. And so they use fear. That is how they get to us. That is how they keep us from being ourselves and to reaching out to others and things. So um, a lot of people are really afraid that if they connect to intuition, their intuitive abilities, that they are going to open up to negative forces and that they don't have power. And I want people to know that the opposite is true, that as long as you are connected with love and, you know, on the right path and and have good in your heart, you are always more powerful than evil and nothing can come in, take over your energy. You're not absorbing people's feelings. You put a, you know, bubble around you. Um, but one of my favorite techniques for getting rid of negative energy and protecting yourself, it's very simple. Um, a friend actually taught it to me. I can't take, take credit for it. But you sit or stand with your feet on the ground. And as you are breathing in, imagine the loving, powerful uh, light of Mother Earth coming up through your feet and filling your whole body. Mm. And then as you breathe out, um, you say to yourself, I release all entities, energy, thoughts and feelings that don't belong to me and don't serve me. And the magic of it is you can repeat it as many times as you want. Um, you can do it in your head. Um, you can go in the bathroom and do it. You know, um, it's a very quick and easy thing, especially if you're going into a situation where, you know, a crowd of people or um, I like to do it between clients sometimes to cleanse my energy. Okay, sure. You know, um, but it's something anybody can do. And it's just kind of a... Um, you know, a, a redo, and then you can cover yourself with white light and do all that kind of good stuff too. Um, but it's it's really a great, simple, effective technique. Hmm, love it. Well, some common conditions that you're seeing these days include body dysmorphia. That's when you can't stop thinking about a perceived flaw in your body. Anxiety, which you say shows up in almost every session. Trauma, perhaps from growing up in a dysfunctional or abusive environment. And addiction, which comes in a lot of forms, there's also autoimmune conditions. Uh, so I'm really curious, what is going on out there? Why do these uh, illnesses, are, why are they on the rise? Yeah, um, and it's it's interesting. Everybody comes to me for something a little different, and not everyone's sick, you know. Um, but I, what I have noticed is that the the younger generations and and even um, people, you know, in their, I'm in my fifties. So people like that in forties and fifties, um, they're not content to just accept the status quo and they're not sweating the small stuff as much. And they're not into the pettiness of politics and, and things like that. And they, they're going through a spiritual awakening and, and they realize that there's more to life than just that stuff. And they're not as willing to listen to maybe parents or other people who filled them with lies or negativity, and they really want more out of life, but they don't always know how to get there. And so a lot of us have been taught to not have feelings, um, to push down our feelings, to not express them, or we're so kind of taken over by fear and anxiety that 
you don't even know who you are, you know, and you're afraid to ask for things and what you want. So what I'm seeing is that all of these feelings and fears get pushed down into the body and trauma, they get pushed down into the body. And we experience them in so much more than words. It's physical expression and um, and subtleties and, you know, motion and all those things. So we don't always know they're there and we can't always express them in words. So the body's language to get your attention, to let you know that you need to make changes is to express it in physical symptoms. And I have this little feather and sledgehammer analogy that if you are brushed by a feather, by your body and spirit, and maybe you get a little stuffy nose, you know, maybe you get a little tired, maybe whatever, and then you pay attention and you respond with resting or mm-hmm. needing to exercise more or, you know, changing your diet a little. If you respond, then the symptoms don't have to get any worse to get your attention. But if you push down your intuition and you push down the signals from your body, then they have to get really big and scary, you know, in order to create change. And that's why I really believe that often pain is sometimes the best gift you can give yourself or other people because it really forces us to have to make change. Yeah, boy, we don't want our bodies to have to jump up and grab our attention if we're not paying attention to the, the littler stuff leading into it. Well, your exactly. book is a guidebook, and it's important to know that because you can't read it like a novel. It's more of a medical journal with so much information and incredible knowledge about how the body works and practical wisdom as well about living a healthy life, living authentically, doing good things for yourself and your body, staying away from toxic chemicals and people, and using supplements to make sure that we're getting enough iron and vitamins. So what is your hope? What, what do you hope people will get from your book? My my greatest gift that I give to people, I feel, and something that I've learned is I never want anyone to substitute my intuition for theirs. And if I'm doing my job, my number one job, I really feel is to help people connect with their own intuition and with loving spirit, because through that, they know what they need to do. They have warnings about people who maybe aren't good for them. You know, they can tell if they're in a job that isn't serving them. Um, And I don't really, I think there's so much distrust of ourselves and we think we have to like go to other people to get advice because we can't trust ourselves. Um, And I don't believe that. I think the more that we get to know our intuition and trust spirit and can relax, like all of us are on this, um, this hyper alert, this hyper vigilance of I, I can't let go. I have to control everything or everything's going to go to, you know, to crap. Um, and by embracing your intuition and spirit, you can let go a little bit and you can trust that you're being taken care of and that not only are things going to be okay, but you're going to be okay, even if bad things happen. Boy, what a beautiful concept. I love that, Katie. What you do is so fascinating, and also you're bringing much-needed healing to the world through your gifts. I want to thank you so much for bringing your healing energy to us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. So great to see you. Nice to see you again, and I hope I'm talking to you soon. 
Katie Beecher's book, Heal From Within, a guidebook to intuitive wellness, is just packed with information, as you can imagine, as you've heard. You can find it on Amazon. Again, Katie is a licensed professional counselor and medical and emotional intuitive. You can find out more at katiebeecher.com and also at flagstaffbusinessnews.com and quadcitiesbusinessnews.com. In our fast-paced lives, where everything feels like a priority that needs immediate attention, it's a good idea to check in on our physical, emotional, and spiritual wellness from time to time and learn how to really listen to what our bodies and even our dreams are telling us. As we've heard, connecting to our intuition is all about embracing an all-powerful loving force. And lucky for us in Arizona, being in nature is a great way to keep our positive energy strong. This is Zoni Living, Business, Adventure, and Leadership. I'm Bonnie Stevens. Mm-hmm.